Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. So on the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind traveled all the way to Nanak Mata, how Almast was so happy to see the Guru there. The yogis at that point had ran away. Guru Hargobind stayed there, and the last chapter ended off with Guru Hargobind and the six reciting Sodar Reharas in the evening. So chapter 34 now starts off describing how six then finished Sodar, and Ardas was performed, and then everybody bowed down towards the master of the world, the all-powerful, the exalted Guru Hargobind. The Guru wanted to restore the banyan tree associated with Guru Nanak in the same way as it was before, flourishing with bright green leaves. So first, Guru Hargobind requested some very clean water, then told someone to grind some saffron into the water. The Guru then stood up with the water and sprinkled it on the tree while saying Satanam, the true name. And then immediately that tree started sprouting new leaves. It was like a snake coming out of a snake hole. The leaves were just popping out. And as the Guru was sprinkling the water across the tree, it became more and more filled out with beautiful leaves. Almast saw this and he clasped his hands together and said, Oh, exalted true Guru, in every way you are so great. The leaves previously on the tree used to have an imprint of Guru Nanak's hand on it. Now I don't see that. Can you bring that back as well? That's why it was such a great tree associated with Guru Nanak. Guru Hargobind then sent to Almas, don't worry. When more leaves come out of the other branches, it'll have that symbol on the leaves. And it'll stay like that as long as this tree is alive and well. So Guru Hargobind sprinkled the entire tree. Now it was very late in the evening, so they headed back to their encampment where they ate. And then they slept for the night peacefully. Guru Hargobind woke up as he always would in the early morning the next day. Then they went to the Divan session at sunrise, sitting there in great glory. The yogis who had ran away when they saw Guru Hargobind ride up with his warriors, they all reached where Goraknath was, the main leader of the Siddhnath yogis up in the Himalayan mountains. So these Siddhs, these yogis from old who mythically are understood to be living for thousands of years, they are mentioned in Gurbani and in Pai Gurdasasvara. In both events, they are told about how they met with Guru Nanak. So over the next few episodes, we're going to hear of certain characters that the Guru met with and how Guru Nanak then defeated these people. Goraknath was the main leader of these group of yogis. They are colloquially called Siddh or Nathbade. So they all, with their heads lowered in defeat, they approached Goraknath, the ones who left Nanak Mata. They all said, Ah, this, their great greeting to the Goraknath. Uh, and then they sat down. It was as if they had lost a big war. That's how depressed they looked. They couldn't even say anything out of shame. But eventually, after some time had passed, they then said to Goraknath, This spot, Gorakmata, this was our spot for such a long time. Everybody knew it as Gorakmata. And when Grunana came there, well, you know the entire story. Our Guru's name, your name, Goraknath, is forgotten there. Everyone now calls it Nanakmata. No yogi even resides there anymore. Without anyone there taking care of the spot, it'll just become a dump. That's why we all decided to go there and take care of that space. We thought, well, we should reside there, performing yoga and propagating your name, Goraknath. So we spent many years there doing this, performing seva there. But now, 
one crazy fakir has come. He wasn't afraid of us at all. He took the name of Guru Nanak and placed his Austin, his residence there, below that banyan tree. He had so much arrogance saying that this was their Guru's spot. He created this conflict with us. He wasn't fearful at all of us and just didn't stop bugging us. So then we placed some wood around that tree and just burnt it down. He got angry. He sat far away from us. He made a little shack of grass and straw instead of living at some distance from us. We don't know who went and told, but now the new Guru has come to this spot. The seat of Guru Nanak is quite grand. With great fortune, one is able to sit on that throne. The one sitting on it now has brought with them warriors. They have such fine and agile horses with them. They are all mounted up. We saw them and then we thought, well, we can't fight against them. We'd have no force against them. So, and to be honest, if any other Chakravarti Raja, any king who was so powerful that wherever they went, they could defeat any army there. If any of these type of kings would come, we would have faced them and they would have been in defeat because we have all these yogic powers. But Guru Hargavan, there is no other warrior like them. Their mysterious, miraculous powers are known throughout the world. We thought that by running, we would avoid being captured by them and perhaps beaten by them to their own heart's delight. They have so many warriors with them, they, they'll think of us as guilty for burning down that banyan tree. We are terribly afraid and that's why we are giving you news of this event. So please, advise us on what to do. So after some time, the yogi said this to Goraknath, everybody was just looking at Goraknath for an answer, a reply, because they were all under his command. Goraknath though, he actually had a soft heart, and he said to all of them, meeting with Guru Nanak is always peace-giving. When we met with them, they were alone, but there were so many yogis there with me. Those out of you guys who were there, imbued with arrogance, they, you guys debated the Guru. You fought with them, using your powers. And you all lost. Over and over again, Guru Nanak humbled you all. Wang well, Guru Nanak, sitting here, he didn't accept it. And only after getting beat down by the Guru did he bow down. So this is a story referenced in Pai Gurdasavana, Vad number 140, 39 to 44. At one point, Pangarnath is this Siddhanath yogi. He asked Guru Nanak, you know, why are you wearing the householder attire and not the dress of a holy man or a renunciate? And Pai Gurdas records the response to Guru Nanak. He says, Nanak akhe Pangarnath tiri mao kachaji yahi. Nanak said, oh, Pangarnath, your mother is a kachaji. Your mom's a nept. That's a double play meaning here because in Gorknath Bani and the writings associated with Gorknath, you'll find a reference of the mind being referred to as the mother. So, in the following parties of the Var, Pai Gurdas records how Pangarnath then tried his hardest with all his powers to attack Guru Nanak, but they had no effect on him. Guru Nanak then instructed Pangarnath that these powers are useless and only through. The true name, Satanam, was the illusion of the world displaced. So back to the story here, Gorknath is telling the whole group of yogis that when Guru Nanak met with all the yogis and they had that Siddh Gosht, that discussion with all the yogis, they were all left in such bliss and they all bowed down their heads. But in this group of yogis, Bangarnath was actually sitting there and when he heard this from Gorknath, he was, he was pissed that he was made a fool in front of everybody here. He couldn't handle it. 
He wouldn't bear the words of Goraknath, so he just spoke up there and said, Guru Nanak is a householder, but we are all renunciates who perform yoga. He has started this backward path where householders can be spiritual. I just saw all you guys bowing down, so therefore I bowed my head. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bowed down to such a householder. A wise yogi there named Mangalnath, he responded saying, Well, if you're saying you got so much strength, well, then it makes sense for you to go show it. And without saying anything about yourself, you'll obtain such great praise from us. So at that moment as well, Parthri Yogi was there as well, another auspicious yogi, and he said, Well, you know, at this time, our group has no prominence like it did before. Guru Nanak isn't even on this earth anymore. We should go and re reclaim that spot. So the, now the other yogis were all chiming in, like Jangarnath as well. They were all saying, you know, why have we not reclaimed that spot? Gorknath, though, he was sitting there, he was just laughing at all of them, knowing that they're all so egotistical. And he just said, you guys have not really adorned the mindset of a saint. Just like in the world of partisan politics and arrogance, you've fallen into these debates and conflicts. You've not destroyed your own vices. If you go there against Guru Hargobind, you will be greatly dishonored. You'll feel ashamed after receiving quite the beating. Well, I guess that'll be a good thing. Your arrogance will be dispelled then. So Goraknath then commanded them all to go. He said, well then, you should go. If you do reestablish that place, then all the Sids will be victorious and everybody will praise you greatly. It'll be great. But uh, hurry up, go do it now quickly. So all the arrogant yogis, they all understood this as the green light from Goraknath. And they all went there where Guru Hargobind had set up his divan. They got there, all these yogis, Pangarnath included, and they all said greetings. They said, Ades. Guru Hargobind responded with that, saying, Ades, greetings to that divine who's all pervading. So they all sat around Guru Hargobind, these yogis, with their bald heads and big earrings which were placed in their torn ears, an identifier for some yogis at the time. Some of them had ash on their body, and others had patched coats. Some had lungotas, this tight thong-like underwear called loincloths in English. Uh, some had seli topis on. These were caps on their head, which was held by a, a black string. The black string was called the seli. These were all their dresses, their uniforms that these deceitful yogis were wearing. So these yogis, though, they did have sus substantial powers. Some of them had different types of sticks in their hands. And at that point, Pangarnath said to Guru Hargobind, he said, in this world, you've lived as a householder. You're married. You live in this world, you engage with it. But we yogis, we stay separated from that life. We renunciated that life. We have renounced the pleasures of the senses. For you to fight against us, well, that's not just. All the wise people know that you should not fight with renunciates. Therefore, you shouldn't show any force against us. And you should leave this auspicious place of Goraknath. This is our spot from such a long time ago. It's not forgotten about. Everybody in the world still knows this. Guru Hargobind, his eyes perked up and he looked over at Panganamath and said, one does not achieve liberation from the shackles of life by just adorning these dresses that you have on, these uniforms. You have such arrogance about yourselves. You have not understood your true self. You have not destroyed this duality you are absorbed in. You have adorned this exterior appearance but you've not molded your mind. So how would you escape the shackles of life then? You're bound by these things. For those who have no ego, 
or association with their body. They understand and experience the divine and the world as their own true self. If your attachment has not departed, then what have you attained? Those who, without the shackle of attachment, those are the true Gyanis, the true wise ones. These innocent and naive people, they see you with all your exterior uniform and they get deluded by this, thinking that you're holy. But within your mind, there's only vice. That's why you yogis are deserving of punishment, because you are like thugs who dress up and delude people before killing them. And when Guru Hargobind said this, all these yogis, they got afraid and immediately with their yogi, yogic powers, they started to fly up into the sky to show their own prowess and powers. They started to rain down stones and boulders at the divan of Guru Hargobind. Some yogis took up massive forms, extending their size to great mountains. They were making a massive storm, picking up boulders and dirt, directing them towards the six. The stars were falling from the sky. The yogis were yelling out, kill them, kill them. Then they won't come here again. Pangarnath was yelling amongst them all in great anger, saying, we explained to them so well, but they didn't accept it. Now let's destroy that guru and his army or send them running away. So Pankhavanath said this while shape-shifting into various vicious forms. Some were taking the forms of great giant tigers. Other yogis were turning into massive snakes the size of mountains. The six in the Dwan saw this and they were amazed and shocked by all this. They said, you know, we had heard the exalted Guru Nanak had come here and spoken with these yogis. These yogis, they tried their best displaying all their miraculous powers, but they were all exhausted in their attempts and they were defeated. Just like now, they are doing this to Guru Hargobind. And at that moment, Guru Hargobind addressed the Divan saying, Stay seated. Watch this drama, this tamasha. All of their powers will be destroyed because of these actions. So the yogis were staying far away from the Divan. And as they got closer, their limbs and their bodies were getting burned by the immense power of the Guru. The entire storm of stones and boulders that they had sent had not harmed not even one Sikh in the Divan. They weren't able to throw any of these things at the six or Guru Hargobind. Then Guru Hargobind got to show his power, his prowess. Guru Hargobind became like the sun. And wherever these yogis went, they were just getting burned. They couldn't deal with the heat. And they just ran away in great fear and regret. They weren't able to deal and bear with that heat. They flew kilometers away, leaving all their determination behind. And they went back to Goraknath up in the Himalayas again. And that's how chapter 34 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how Goraknath cusses these yogis and how Guru Hargobind then leaves Narakamata. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangla Charm Patreon page. <laughs> शरण भरेगा टेटरेगा गाड़ी के लिए करा गया है गुरुवार के दिन जाओगे मानपा वे ने आलो जावे